This episode is sponsored by the Using the Power of Your Voice e-guide, your guide to launching your podcast in 30 days. Slayers, are you feeling a call from God to start a podcast but uncertain about where to begin or what you'll need? Creating a podcast can be a fulfilling and enjoyable experience. Whether you're interested in sharing your expertise on a specific subject, conducting engaging interviews, or educating and entertaining your listeners, podcasting can help you establish strong connections and foster a sense of community. Using the power of your voice is a guide to start your podcast in just 30 days. And it's perfect for anyone who is clear that God told them to start a podcast. Whether you're nervous about recording or unsure where to start, this guide will provide you with valuable insights and actionable steps to help you record and launch in 30 days. In this guide, you'll learn to identify your why, find your topic, learn where to host your podcast and what equipment you need to start. If you are ready to be obedient to your calling and start your own podcast in just 30 days, download your copy of Using the Power of Your Voice today by going to www.slangselfdoubt.com backslash podcast that's www.slangselfdoubt.com backslash podcast thank you for your support and i can't wait for you to start using the power of your voice you're listening to the slang self-doubt podcast with coach felicia where we empower black women to overcome their doubts fears and insecurities in order to give birth to their god-given purpose join me and sometimes some of my friends on our journey as we remind you that you are not alone i'm felicia wallace and together we will find our fears and slay them Hey Slayers, welcome back to another episode of Slaying Self Doubt Podcast. I am here with Casey Renee from Snipes Design Agency. Hey Casey, how are you? Hey girl, hey. Hey I'm girl, good. hey. So y'all always know that there's always some type of story. Generally, I be stalking people on social media. That'd be how I know people. Um, if I don't like know them, know them. But most of the time, it's just via social media, right? And so um, I actually started following you when you were doing the Babies and Bellinis podcast. <laughs> and so, and then it just kind of transitioned into that, right? And so I think I learned what you did after that. And then I'm like, right, it was a lot. I let down, you know, that was a highlight of a few years when y'all was doing that thing. You know, just go ahead. It's all right. It's all right, though. Um, but it was um, it definitely like once I saw what you did, I was like, oh, man, this is like really dope. Like on top of hearing like, you know, your regular life story and then figuring out what you do and just watching you just like grow that agency and grow what you're doing into what it is today. It's like super, super dope. And so I was just like, okay, I, you know, I'd be telling myself, I can't be stalking people forever. I'm at least going to have to reach out <laughs> <laughs> and just see what they say. And so you said, yes. Yeah, so here we are. Um, and so uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started? So I am Casey Snipes, but everybody calls me Casey Renee. Um, I tell that story all over a million times, but they call me Casey Renee because my aunt, um, she's no longer with us. But when I used to go to her house, I used to get in a lot of trouble and she was from Jersey. So she would like in her Jersey accent, she'd be like, Casey Renee. And I'd be like, okay, hold on. Like <laughs> I knew I was in trouble. So I decided like, okay, if I'm going to be in the design world, I want to disrupt it and I want to mm. cause trouble in it with my design. So I was just like, let me just go to Casey Renee. Cause I couldn't think of what I wanted to be called 
Um, and yeah, it's just yeah. kind of stuck, and everybody calls me Casey Renee. Like they think it, that's like my whole. Oh, first like that. I thought I I actually did think. That oh no, see, it's first, just Casey. first and middle name. Like <laughs> so, <laughs> I was yes. like, you know, some people got two first names. That you know, and how? Hey, listen. You 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 never know until you ask, right? And then when yeah, you get the so story, it's, it's, can people tell you it's first and middle name? But so that's how um, I got started being called Casey Renee. Um, I started designing. It's been years. Like I was designing when I was young. My mom, she was a kindergarten teacher. She runs a daycare now. Mm-hmm. And at the time, like when I was in like high school and stuff, I used to go and do her bulletin boards um, and decorate those for everybody. And then what happens was her. Her coworker was like, oh, can she do mine too? And yeah. I was like, okay. So I have an eye to like design on a grid. Because essentially, oh, nice. you know, a bulletin board is a rectangle and you have to divide into all what they need. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, well, I can I can design on a grid. So then I was like, okay, well, let me take this talent a little bit further. I decided to go to um, A&T for graphic communications. Mm-hmm. And then I did, um, I was like, let me keep going just a little bit more because I didn't feel like I got everything I needed from A&T for design-wise. I got yeah. a great social life, though, but <laughs> not design-wise. I mean. <laughs> so then I went to um, Savannah College Art and Design where I got okay. my master's at. So that's kind of how I got started. And then I have owned my own business now. I was a teacher. I was a high school teacher teaching art and technology. And then when I had my first son, I was like yeah we ain't gonna do this no more I mean I was already like doing it on the side and making yeah. money for it but it was like it wasn't my full time it was mm-hmm. like my my side hustle yeah so I was like all right we're done like I don't want to go back into the school system so I was like I'm gone and it was so funny because the prince shady not curse on him yeah, Sh- sure. Shady. <laughs> His shady ass. I'm sorry, I curse. Um, you should know that about me. <laughs> I, that's why I said, listen, All I always right. say, show up as your whole authentic All self, right. okay? <laughs> so shady ass at the end of the school year, after I put my, you know, I'm not coming back. He was like, okay, and then to Miss Snipes, she's gonna go start a business. Y'all Ooh. go ahead and congratulate her. I was like, damn. Oh, wow. That's supposed to uplift black women. He's a black man, too. I was like, damn. Freak. But then I had some teachers come out in the hallway when we were done. It was like, no, I'm so proud of you. Like, yeah. Good job. Good job. But like, I was just like, like. People be hating, especially when, especially if they know that they're losing, a, which is still shouldn't be the case, right? Like, you should always want to see people grow and do the things that they love. But lots of people are selfish, right? Because that means if you gone, I got to find somebody else. Now I got to hire. And I, you know, he's more focused on himself. But then look at your name, okay? Look at your name. See, I'm glad I left. Then you don't need to worry about it. I hate it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I um was telling somebody, I don't know what the conversation we were having, um, and it was about somebody like stepping on your dreams or something like that. And I was like, when I first got into healthcare, um, I was working for the DC government and I was just like, this is not this. I, I no cubicles is not my life. I can't do this. Y'all, y'all got too many rules. Like it's, it's too much. The supervisor was walking by every day like this, like okay. micromanager. It just was, oh, made my back itch. And so when I was <laughs> I like, yeah, I, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go to shoot. She'll be back. And I was like, oh, okay then like and she didn't so there's that I was just like oh on purpose I'm gonna make sure I don't ever I don't ever want to see you again because that was just rude yeah. um, I'm not employable I, I I'm it's it's just it is it's it not is. it's not possible it's not. anymore yeah it's just it that's it, it, it 
it ends up being that way, right? Once you make your own rules and you can do your mm-hmm. own thing, it's just be like, I'll be like, I can't work for everybody. It's just, it's not going to work for me. Um, okay. So as you, you know, most people when they're on here and they talk about, you know, what they're doing and how they kind of got started, it's always like by happenstance, but you already had a gift that you actually like you knew and then you poured into it, fostered it to make sure that you were able to remain um creative, right? Because a lot of times people don't see that there's a future in depending on what they're doing, they're like, ah, oh, you know, I'm gonna take the easy route, right? Like yeah. and I'm gonna just go ahead and do the or the safe thing, right? Because whatever that other thing is usually requires more of you, more um, more what's the word I'm looking for? Um uh, I can't even think. Yeah, like it, it requires more. It's not, it's just not standard, right? And so yeah. then you have to kind of step outside your brain. And a lot of times that brings uh, some uncomfortability, some insecurities. And so even Definitely. though you started um, and you knew kind of what you were doing um, and what you wanted to do, how has self-doubt showed up in your journey? So it, real quick, if I, I always tell people, if I didn't do this, I would be an astronaut. I mean, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I like on, like in the space. Okay. Yeah. No, seriously, okay. I would have, I would have been the action. I tell you everything about the moon, the stars. I have, a t- I had telescopes, everything. Okay. So it was between. I just those. want you to know that those are like it, on the this the spectrum of that is like, is is it not? Okay. No. No. Right. So what? I made a magazine when I was like whatever nineteen ninety seven was for me. I have this magazine that I, and that's how I also kind of like knew the design, kept the design. Mm. So I made, it was called Dateline Space. It's like right back there too. So <laughs> but it, it's a magazine and it would like talk about the Hubble space and like everything. Yeah. And I designed it. I made business cards. Like I was the editor of the magazine oh, and, and everything. Already so, doing the stuff. Yeah. And I was like in, in middle, I think it was like an eighth grade, seventh or eighth grade. So one of the two. But I was passionate about both. But um, as far as your question about doubt, um, yeah, I I um, deal with, I guess you consider imposter syndrome kind mm. of doubt. Um, I dealt with that heavy. I still to this, to this day, like, deal with that. Um, I think what happens for me, though, is I also, so God gave me three gifts, and I'm very vocal about that. He, he I can educate. Um, all my aunts, uncles, they're all teachers. My brother's a teacher. I was oh. a teacher. My mom, was a teacher. everybody's a teacher. My okay. dad, he's a substitute teacher right now for retirement. We're teachers. Um, I have the gift of gab because I have this thing where I, I you can put me back on the charger, but I, I'm one of the people like we're out. I don't ever like anybody feel uncomfortable. I talk to anybody. I'm a very mm. approachable person. Um, and I can design. So those are my three gifts so i try to stay in the zone and operate in those yeah um so whenever i feel doubt about a gift now if it's something that like body image and things like that i'm pretty good at because Mm. that's life i mean this is all just life yeah but i feel like things like that god i'm not a fitness person i'm not that's not my lane that's not my journey doing this stuff when i work out now it's to balance me keeping my mind together for my gifts yeah you know granted I always make a joke like I just want to be in a crop top because I mean I do want to be right. in a crop I mean top. who does it but <laughs> <laughs> but, 
that's not the real reason. Like I made myself go walk around DC this morning and, and it was raining this morning, but I did that because it's like, Casey, I lack consistency also. Mm, so mm. I was like, Casey, this is the hard part. This is what you said you're going to do. You need yeah. to do it. So that's why I, I'm doing it. Um, but I do do imposter syndrome a lot. If you look, I know a lot of people be offended if they got a hold of my phone and how many people are muted. Because I just genuinely, I got to a space at one time where people's wins started getting, I started comparing people's mm. wins to like, dang, I just know I'm further than them. And I, mm-hmm. and I promise I know it's wrong. You know, yeah, I yeah. say I am a flesh. I say that a lot. I am just a flesh. Yeah. Um, but I offset then I try to work through that by just like, I'm a revisitor of what I've done. So meaning that people are always so geared to, okay, well, what's next? I did this. So what's next? Yeah. I'm the type of person I'll go back on my Pinterest board and look like five years ago. And I'm like, damn, Casey, you tight. You know, you be, <laughs> like, I, that's what I have to do. Yeah. I always revisit what got mm-hmm. me. Here. And that for me gets me out of my funk because I have to, I have to, I'm words of affirmation. That's my love language. So yeah. I have to affirm myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really big on like, I'll go back and I'm like, dang, I, that's cool. I like that. I could have did this. All right. Oh yeah. Okay. So you remember when you was in this and I really talk to myself because people get so worried about what's next that they just forget that. Yep. Or, and people also don't celebrate small things. Sure. And I think if you celebrate these things, then it'll bring more reflection and awareness to where you are and where you're trying to go. And it makes a sense of clarity kind yeah. of. Yep. Um, and then it'll tell you like, well, why are you even comparing yourself to this person, Casey? Cause if you, we just went back and saw you did this and that's not part of your journey. So I I'm really big on that. So when I find myself, I will mute you. And again, it's not anything personal. It's just, I yeah. have to do it. I'll mute you. And then I will, Kind of just take a step back and I look over everything that I've done thus far and I congratulate myself for the point that I'm at. Because also as a business owner, I I know that a lot of people aren't here. We follow people on yep. Instagram that yep. are like-minded, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the world is made up of how many people? And I only follow about 5,000. So, and maybe the 5,000, let's say 3,000 do what I do, right? Yeah. Okay. That's still, that may seem like a big thing, but it's not. Right. 3,000 people out of a billion people. Yes. Nothing. Yeah. You know, so I have to remember how lucky I am to be doing this and living on purpose because a lot of people don't have that. Absolutely. But you get so stuck and think that those 3,000 people are the end all be all. Mm-hmm. So you're like on this competitive competitive field and it's like, no, that's not how this works. So um, I really try to affirm myself when I'm like really doubtful in a lot of situations. Yeah. So first of all, thank you for sharing about the imposter syndrome, right? Because um, I think oftentimes people don't, they, and and some of it comes with just like self-awareness, right? I think people don't know how to put a word on what it is that they feel. And 
if people really were honest with it, most people deal with imposter syndrome. They always feel like that they're not doing enough. They always feel like they're a fraud. They always feel like that what they're bringing to the, that's the, that is the reason why people can't receive compliments. That's the reason why when somebody say something nice to you, you're like, no, all I did was blah, 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 because you think it's not enough. You think it has to look a certain type of way. So when you are, and you know, I tell my clients all the time that are struggling with that. I'd be like, all you need to say is thank you and I received that, right? Because yep. the minute you you go ahead and you disqualify yourself because of your your imposter syndrome and your insecurity, you're saying, no, 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 that wasn't really me. When I was um in my previous job, I used to, my supervisor would say stuff and I'm like, all I did was Google. All I did was Google. All I did, and she had stopped doing that. Like if I'm giving you a compliment, even if all you did was Google, you had to yep. know to go Google. You still, you didn't copy and paste and just, rewrite the whole thing like you wasn't plagiarizing you still had to do whatever and either way whatever you wrote made an impact and it came from you doesn't matter how i went about it you know how many people out here googling <laughs> youtube university that's teeing it up <laughs> listen oh listen and even with that i be like y'all don't even realize that the amount of plagiarism that's happening out here with these ai's like we all saying the same thing can't be not at all <laughs> it's, it's, i'm happy to say it i write in pictures so right? <laughs> me, i ain't gonna worry about this stuff too much <laughs> Yeah, no, I I challenge myself three things because so the first thing is the received because I, I take I'm the type of person like in this is men period like yeah. business and relationships whatever if you complimenting me and it's crazy because I'm words of affirmation so it's like I want you to but I don't want you to feel like <laughs> it's the weird it's it the is weird, so many variables okay but. <laughs> I know I exactly like, what you're saying. Like you want to hear it, but I'm like, I, I don't want to hear it like that. Like it's this, yeah. and then there's also this little sense of control. Like it gotta be when I want it, how I want it, the way it needs to be said. We weird. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I say I say received a lot. Also, I'll try to get out of um I watched I read Woman Involved and I also went to the tour for uh, Pastor Sarah Jakes. Yes, and I'm really, um, she has a part in her book where she says, stop saying, I don't know when you know. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I try my best to stop saying that. I yeah. I do know I just have a problem articulated, like just, just give, give me, me a minute. Second. Yeah, yeah. You know? um, so I'm really big on, on that. So I, it was one more thing. I forgot because we started, I started laughing. But, the, oh, and then the money thing. So, like, a thing as to, like, adults, when people be like, not even money, but, like, time, anything where somebody be like, no, I got it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to stop saying, no, 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 I got it. Like, yeah. trying to trump somebody. Yeah. I've learned to stop that. Yeah. Because, like, even with this money, if I'm out to lunch with someone and they be like, I got it. Okay. Yeah, you got it. Like, because that's really hard for me, too. Yeah, yeah. I've also learned that a lot of women who are in um, business positions like this, we are very alpha female for the most part. Mm -hmm. And we don't do well with that. Now that's a whole nother topic, but even in like, even in business in boardrooms, like we, we really have that we're conditioned where it's like, no, I'll get it because it's like flexing the muscle. Mm -hmm. And I'm learning to stop that, that as well, because I don't always want to have it, you know? 
Come on, come on, come on. That, so. that speaks on so many levels. <laughs> on top of the fact that we block other people's blessings when they are they when they are supposed to do something, right? That could yep. be some uh, a prompting that they supposed to do, but we want we want to step in it and it's still that control thing, right? Yep. When really um it's the illusion of control. You the only thing you control is you. So by saying I received that, taking a pause, and even when you said earlier about muting people, child, the number of people I got on mute too. Don't even worry about it. Okay, the number of group chats, text, all notifications, all of that stuff. But you know what it is? It's a boundary, right? Yeah. Because. I don't the I was just telling somebody else um yesterday like the lack of emotional intelligence from people to know that everybody does not have the capacity to receive your heaviness is it's getting better but people don't ask they just dump on you and then be mm-hmm. like oh I feel so much better and I'll be like but did you ask me what I had going on did you ask me what I needed and I didn't realize that um I didn't realize how important it was until a friend reached out to me and they said they needed to talk all the different things and and they ended with if you have the capacity to listen to me right now if not let me know and I was like oh okay and I was just like actually I don't I don't have the capacity right yeah. now but I appreciate you asking me but we have to put those boundaries around ourselves because you don't know what people are going through you don't know what it is and walk away like uh, oh. and then you're yes. like now you wearing somebody else bricks out here like now why do I feel so heavy I was just fine an hour ago and now this other person feels free because they just gave you all of their stuff and it's not even yours like yep. why do I have your stuff I don't this is not mine listen I don't care carry my kids book bags I ain't carrying yours neither okay yeah. it's this it's not happening um and then one of the other things that you said about operating in your gifts right and knowing what they are um, I think a lot of people, I think people know, I'm, I'm going to say that I really do people, I do think people know what their gifts are uh, to a certain extent. I think people are just afraid of operating in it because they were, it's a, it's a level of expectation, like an internal yep. expectation for them to perform if they know, if they say they know, right? And that goes back to saying, I don't know, right? Because if you do know, then you have some internal expectation of like, okay, well, if I know, then I have to perform. Yep. I mean, technically you don't, but then also you get to choose how you show up, right? You get to choose when you want to use your gift. You get to choose whether or not you are going to operate in that, but you can't keep walking around being like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I don't know this. I don't know that. You know, um, we all got it. It was already, child, y'all hear me enough times on here. Your life was already written, whether you're a believer or not. There is purpose on your life. So that means you have a gift. You have a God-given gift that he has given you and he's waiting for you to use it because we mm-hmm. all need each other. We need each other in order to do what it is that we're all supposed to do within this earth. And, and so for you till you figure that piece out. Let too. me say something. Like, let me tell like, you. All right. <laughs> and, but then also, though, I also believe that even in that, you know, the comparison part where we are looking at people and we're watching, you know, people do certain things. I think sometimes it is a indicator of the fact that God will give somebody else something so close to what you're supposed to be doing that mm-hmm. when you see them in action and you're looking and you're like, there's been so many times I've seen stuff that I've been like. Okay, so basically this this is very close to slaying self-doubt. And if it get any closer, it it's mine. And 
I don't want I don't want nobody else to have it. So I now I need to move. I need to yeah. I need to go. And so I think comparison's fine. You just can't stay there. You can't stay in there where you just like all day swiping. I got the same thing. I have um even on all of my devices had the same thing. I turn stuff off, you know, yeah, Instagram. Listen, Instagram will let me know. Uh, you got it. Like, it <laughs> right? Do you want more time? I'd be like, it always happens at an inopportune time. But I recognize that my alert comes later in the day now, right? That joint mm-hmm. used Mine to pop too. up at like 1030. And I'd be like, man, how was I on here for two yeah, hours? I, I, and I usually I just get to like up. around happy hour time. And I'm like, oh, all right. I did good today. Go right. ahead. Yes, that it, same. I'd be like, oh, okay, we made it to five o'clock. Good job, good job. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, the other thing that you said is running your receipts, right? Looking at your track record, running God's track record over your life to be able to encourage you in those moments of doubt and imposter syndrome because you've already done it. If we we know that. We have everything that we need. And if you've yep. been doing this for a while, um, somebody said it the other day to me, like, God, you will have breadcrumbs in your life where you'll see, I already been operating like this. I already mm-hmm. been doing it because it's who you are. It's not what you do. Because even when you were a teacher, I can guarantee you had the best classroom so <laughs> in the building. Got, everybody <laughs> love me, you know? listen so that meant that all the gifts that you said that you had of being an educator having a gift to gab being a designer having that creativity it shows up in everything that you do so what you had to do though was choose where you was going to channel it right where you're going to give it to somebody else or where you're going to do it for yourself and sometimes that is the difference so um I, I was like, I got a checklist in my head of the stuff that you say. Okay. Yeah. That was the last thing. Uh, so one of my questions that I did want to ask you is that like practical tips for people who hear this episode and they're like, you know what I do, I do, I am struggling from imposter syndrome. What's some uh, practical tips that you can give for somebody in this moment to be like, do this to help you get out of that space. Um, so it was so funny because like one day when I was, it was a bad day in business. <laughs> it, was, it was bad. It was like the devil put his Crocs on. Was like, I ain't gonna have no time. We're gonna go sport mode on okay, right I was like, I don't know. It was a bad. Oh, not sport mode. And I just, I don't know. It was one of them days that put you to tears. Yeah, like, yeah. So then when I was done, I was praying and I was done and I was like, all right. I went in the mirror and I was just like, just talking to myself. Mm. And I'm just like, talk, tears in my eyes, but I'm just, just talking. I'm like, you mm-hmm. this, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I put it on an IG post and I said, y'all, talk to yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, talk to yourself. It's like, it's so funny how when something goes on, um, we always talk to somebody else. And I was really big on that. Like, where I was like, I was always talking to somebody yeah you know what i'm saying and it got to a point where it's like nobody knows that your heart's desires besides you and god like no one knows yeah so kind of talk to yourself and it's so funny because my friend was like oh you mean like Issa ray in the bathroom (laughs) and i was like well shit you know yeah same thing she definitely listen if if you want to do it comically you know that's fine but wrap it up whatever you need to do yeah and it's i think she was on to something because Mm -hmm. i I came out the bathroom feeling hella good. Yeah. Um, So I think that it's those moments where some people journal. I don't, you know, I only take notes for sermons. I don't really journal. 
Um, I draw pictures for a living again. I, you know, <laughs> <laughs> no words, no words. Listen, um, um, hieroglyphics. So I just I talk to myself. Yeah. Um, and I think that that works. Also, like you kind of have to step away. So I always tell people like, if I feel like something. Like I'm not creative. Let's just say I'm not creative and I just cannot pull it together. And I even go outside for a walk and I still can't pull it together. Then what I do is I just get, I don't press it. Like I don't mm, touch mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. You know, I will literally immerse myself in things. Like I'll go to a museum or I'll look on Pinterest and like um, look up random words just to kind of see what's going on. Like something, something photography or like shoe photography, like something random. Yeah. Just inspired. Um, so I take myself out of working mode because a lot of things that I notice happen when people are doubtful what they do. And I don't know why we do this. We could be sit immersed in doubt. We can be immersed in like our thoughts and we then keep trying to work. Yes. Instead of clearing our mind. Yeah. Like, so you're already trying to finish something that would take you 15 minutes. It's taking you now like an hour to finish yes. because you can't think straight. So it's like, let's just get up. Mm-hmm. I had a client one time. Um, they needed a, they needed something. They needed a poster or something I was working on. And it was a corporate client. I was like, yo, I left my house keys. Just follow me. I promise. You okay, okay. 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 Right. So I left my house keys. And I was like, oh my gosh, I, I don't have my house keys. I'm locked out the house. Like I was locked out. And I have a a, a garage that's turned into a bedroom, but the window was all, always broke. It's not broke no more. No, don't get no. <laughs> um, but it, it was at the time it was always broke. So I was like, I'm just gonna open it. I'm gonna shimmy my ass in, and I'm gonna go to the computer and I'm gonna get it to him. None of that happened. I could not get the window. No, I got the window open, but then we have the bolt door that was locked from the garage. I couldn't even get in, and all this kept happening. And I felt so bad, mm. right? So then I finally called it. And I'm like, I can't get it to you. I can't get it to you. And then they're like, oh, it's okay. We'll just get something else to do it. Did it else to do it. Like we figured it out. So I say that to say, if you have to remove yourself from mm-hmm, something, mm-hmm. everybody will be okay. Yeah, yeah. You need to be okay. They will figure, everything will get figured out. Yeah. You know, and I think that's what happens. We get immersed in our feelings that we need to process, but then stack on it with mm-hmm. like, oh, because I'm running this business, I have to make sure my my client service is A1, blah, blah, blah. So let me keep focusing on this. Yep. You know, I still have all this going on, but I didn't get to process it. No, just stop. Yeah, yeah. Just stop. And then because also your clients need you to be who you fully are. Yep, yep. Not in still thinking about somebody else's rule that got you know, 80,000 look views and yours only got 80 No, and your mind is still wandering on that. They need you here. Yep. So get up, just stop. Because if you don't, they'll, you, they'll go to the next yeah. and you'll still be half broken. So just take a moment, just, mm-hmm. Hey, you know, and then go from there. So I just, I just say that this things like doubt and stuff, they're going to, it's a continuous action. Mm-hmm, doesn't mm-hmm. be like, Oh, I'm cured of doubt. Right. No, <laughs> that don't, that it don't work like that. Um, so talking to yourself, just try different regimens, talk to yourself. Um, I go to the library. I do audio books. I do things like that. 
Um, but everybody's different. But yeah. I just say pay it attention. Mm -hmm. I'm like, ah, oh, I'll be all right. Yeah, like we are not our mothers and grandmothers and all that stuff. We have yes. to to break. Yeah, you have the information to. I, I I said that 2023 is my year of doing right because I heard an author on I was like YouTube or something, and he was like, you know, we are you hear the saying when you know better, you do better, but we don't. And specifically within the African American community, it's like we don't do. And so if you really want different for your children, you want your children to have a different life than you do. If you want them not to be having to reparent themselves right because mm -hmm. we all out here reparented ourselves and having to in like having to go to therapy and paying, not, I was saying paying a therapy right bill. not and 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 not to go to therapy so that you have some accountability and so that just like you have a doctor and all but that you have to in order to function like then we have to do and that requires us to do something different and so um one of the things that when you said about the mirror thing right like that is a a big deal because the self-doubt the imposter syndrome is your voice anyway right yeah. and so in order for you need to rewrite that story you need to rewrite that movie and so in order for you to retrain your brain to not say the negative things you have to speak life into you you have yep. to speak life into your situation you can talk to other people but then that's still somebody else's voice right that's somebody else sometimes you do need somebody else to hype you up but 95 8 a percent of the time it's just you you and you right like it's yep. you in the car you in the shower you in the you in your thoughts because the self-doubt is it's all in, you know inside of you and and just like you said like it's a it's an action that's what the slang is right I was like it took me a very long time probably like two years I was like doing an episode and was like oh slang like like we're actually doing this like every day, every time you show up, every time you, you know, you get a new client, every time you, you go to a new job, every time you meet, like whatever it is that you have to do, you're going to have to slay that thing over and over again. Cause it's going to continue to come up because that, those are the things that I always say that in, in when it comes to kill, steal and destroy and to cause confusion, doubt is confusion. And if he can get you to tell, talk yourself out of it, his job is done. He ain't got to, he don't have to do nothing else, but you going to guess what? You're going to be in that, in that, in that wheel, hamster wheel, doubting yourself for, for days. Mm -hmm. And all he had to say was, you sure you want, you, you, you think you deserve that? You sure that that's supposed to be your job? You, you want to, you want to write a book? You want to yep. start a podcast? You want to apply to this job? And now you're listening to all the things that you, you can't do when whole time you're equipped to do it all. So, Maybe I'll be in a shower. I went from, I, my thoughts will take me from a millionaire to dead, bro. <laughs> I just, I just trying to watch Listen, my head. I, just, I don't. <laughs> in 60 seconds flat, like you will be, like you said, from a millionaire to broke, okay, living underneath a bridge, like that is exactly. I said, Damn, I'm just, I, I'm just, I'm just trying to wash. I don't. This is it, it be, but that's how that's. It, but you, like you said, you have to know how you operate so that you know how to defend yourself against that, so you don't get caught up. So, what have you learned about yourself during this journey that you didn't know before? Um, I've learned that I. So I was an extrovert. Like I'm, I am an extrovert, but I have stipulations on being an extrovert now mm -hmm. because 
I think that people think that because you're extrovert, like I don't like people to feel uncomfortable. However, I am not like a party trick, you know? Yeah. And I Mm -hmm. felt like there were moments where in business, icebreakers, networking, friendships, everything where I kind of felt like I couldn't tell if it was more so let's invite Casey because she's Casey Mm. or let's invite Casey because we know that it'll get us to a common goal of everybody talking and be this, this vibe. that Yeah. Yeah. I know that sounds some, some people that might not be humble. I don't know, but that's the truth. Mm. When I think extroverts can probably relate. Like when you're always on it, then a lot of people feel like they can kind of be all. Yep. Yep. So I learned that, my being me being an extrovert it's like a superhero i'm only now saving (laughs) i'm only (laughs) saving people who are valuable of my time yeah yeah events and things that i'm that i'm passionate about that i can take something from Mm -hmm. like i don't i'm not a party trick so um i and i also feel like being an extrovert in business is also a gift and a curse because you know that like pick my brain stuff. Like yes. I love to share what I know. I love to like my, I always tell people my DMS are open because they are. Cause mm-hmm. I, I you know, however, there gets those points where it's like, I don't want you to be like, damn, I just know I can go to Casey. I still got kids. I still got a roof. Yes. You know, like yeah. there has to be ways. So I'm trying to figure that out. From that standpoint, mm-hmm. I've learned from a um, like a communication, like personality standpoint, what to do with me being an extrovert. Yeah, um, because there's there's something in all of it. There's something in being an introvert. There's something in being an extrovert. There's something in being an ampervert. Like there's mm-hmm. something. There's a beauty in all of it. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm just trying to find my way of balancing that that piece, and I think that that will actually because. What a lot of people don't do, and this is why it's good to talk to yourself, is some people could listen like, what the hell does her being an extrovert have to do with doubt? But sometimes people are just loud because they're overcompensating. Mm-hmm. So there's things that mm-hmm. I have, when I assess my, assess my personality and being an extrovert, it has gotten me very far, mm-hmm. but it's also made me look like sometimes I people talk a lot and they're not saying shit yeah so i'm also like if you could see back there i have a million books i love books because when i open my mouth you're going to hear something from me because now that's my also my responsibility because yeah. if i'm going to have a gift of gab what is that yeah, what is that? Like yeah. Too? Right, right you can just be talking and like you said talking and saying nothing versus it, but talking and educating are two different things, right? Talking and giving wisdom or giving advice or um, just sharing life experiences or testimonies or whatever have you. It has to have, sometimes it has to have a purpose be- behind it. But I know exactly what you were saying about that extrovert not wanting to be a party trick. It's almost, so for those who are understanding that, it's almost being the strong friend, right? It's the same thing. Like you are the person that everybody feels like they can just come to and, if you were to complain or if you were to say something, it would be like, oh, but you can handle it. Oh, but you are, it's, it's the, and it's not really you for the most part is other people's perception of you. But when you realize that that is 
other people's perception of you. It is your job to change that. It's your job to put yep. those barriers in place to be able to be like, my, yeah, my phone is on do not disturb at 430. Cause I don't, I don't want to talk yeah. to nobody else after this. I've already given a hundred percent of myself, right? Like when I do these podcasts mm-hmm. and um, this, just this month has been crazy, but uh, podcasts and lives, I show up a hundred and listen, a hundred percent. Right. And, and afterwards, bruh, I'd be like, don't nobody oh. say nothing to me. Don't oh, say don't say anything to me. And I'm and me, I'm an ambivert. So I can, I can be up and then I need my time. And my husband used to be like, oh, why you just seem so tired? And I'd be like, because if you have to sh- bring a hundred percent of yourself to maintain a conversation, to maintain an mm-hmm. energy, to maintain a vibe, to create space, to facilitate, that is draining. And most Very people draining. who do not have to do that because they're comfortable being on the sides you you can just say whatever you want to say but when people expect for your whole self to show up in a space it's too much and so child no I don't I can't come I'm not gonna be there I always say my cousins and my sisters call me the queen of no I always I don't say no to everything but I will let me see how I'm going to feel. Let me yeah. think about it. I will contemplate it before I say yes. I'm not saying yes off the break because if it don't serve me, I have to deal with me after that. I have to be the one. that, And, and like you said, if I give you all of this, then I have nothing else for myself. I have nothing else for my family. I have nothing else for my clients. Like, so you have to be able to manage that so that you are not empty. Right. Um, I heard somebody say that like your cup is for you. The salsa is for everybody else. So if your cup is not full, you don't got nothing else to give. At all. You don't have nothing. So you have to figure out a way to refill your cup personally so that people can get your overflow. But if you don't have no overflow, baby, we empty. It's, it is on E. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we we don't we got we got absolutely nothing so um I want to talk about what it is that you do I know we talked about graphic designing and um you mentioned you know you draw so hieroglyphics you ain't using no no letters okay <laughs> uh she she not writing no words so what is it that you do um and if somebody wanted to work with you what could they expect from you so I am a brand designer. Sorry, I'm a brand designer. Um, I am the owner and the creative director for the design agency. We just pivoted. So we currently work with beauty, health, and wellness brands, small businesses, and corporate. And we kind of just like to say that we work under intentional design to help clients leave their beauty mark on mm. the industry. Um, so... We have been very lucky in the clients that we've had. We do a lot of brand identity packaging. And then we also offer creative direction where we kind of say, hey, you don't know what you want your brand to go, but this is like, talk to us, tell us your mission, tell us your goals, tell us everything that you wrote in the middle of the night when you were just up thinking about your business. Yeah. Um, and then we kind of make a bigger picture for what it looks like as far as like social media, as far as brand identity, um, even down to like sometimes advertisements or ad space for certain platforms. Um, so that's what Snipes Design Agency, in a nutshell, pretty much does. Um, and I, I love it. Yeah. So I love the fact that um, is there. So 
let me because I, I told you I've been stalking you, so I know it's just transitioned a few times. Okay, um, so what made you say beauty and wellness? Like, why was that the industry that you wanted to um, make your mark in? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so I in the first they kind of it kind of I didn't want to niche down at first because I was scared I was gonna get bored. But what ended up happening was a lot of my clients started being the beauty and wellness. And then mm. I think what ended up really happening was, you know, why don't you start getting in your 30s and your <laughs> mid-30s and then you're like running close to 40. You kind of, the things you care about kind of shift. And I also, we're also the buying power, right? So right mm. now I'm the buying power for my parents and I am the buying power for my kids. Yeah, yep. So yep. I hold a lot of weight. So as a consumer, I am... I, I am the audience for a lot of things. Yeah. And, and I realized that, you know, in my journey of health and my journey of like self-care and things like that, you have to be cognizant of what you're putting in your body, what you're looking at, things like that. So some things in b the beauty industry and health industry can feel really mundane. Mm -hmm. Where it's like real clinical, it's like, it's just really dry. Like what yeah. am I is a healthcare uh they're one of my corporate clients and everything is just like it's so clinical and boring <laughs> all the so terminology the, all of but it. everything that they're saying is important you need HIV yeah. testing you need COVID shot. like there's mm -hmm. very important things and I'm just like I'm the buying power because yeah. you want me to tell my parents about this but you also want me to bring my kids in and you want me to come in yeah so when I started to kind of assess that and noticing that I I was playing that role, I was like, okay, I, I care about this. You know, restaurants, yeah. cool, but a lot of my time has been doctor's appointments, mm -hmm. I'm in, uh, beauty care, make sure my parents have this, blah, blah, blah. And I just kind of found myself immersed more in the culture of beauty and health and wellness. Mm -hmm. What was going on? I was just like, that needs to be rebranded. Like they could mm. do this, they could do that. And I just kind of was like, yeah, that's a wrap. Let's yeah. just focus on this. You know, is, let me just focus though. No, but that's dope, especially because like you said, when you get, you know, and so you, you stopped at 30. So I'm going to go ahead and add when you get into your, 40s um that <laughs> all of that stuff becomes so much more important I promise you when I was like in my teens I used to make fun of my mother all the time her and my aunt would have these little packets of vitamins right and mm -hmm. we would just joke around like you're taking your vitamins and she like girl you just wait bro when I tell you I got about nine vitamins <laughs> take a day I my a little bag to Denver he was like what is that I said these are my vitamins <laughs> we finished eating and he was like, oh, I'm congested. I said, hold on. I, got, I said, I got papaya with chlorophyll. Here go, take these. <laughs> I promise you, I'm always like, oh, look, this is this helps with this. This will change it. And this I was like, hey, listen, it. you got some moringa. You got your turmeric. You out here. My kids, I was like, do it have root in it? Listen, okay. Because when you when you get older, like you said, that buying power, you're paying attention to the thing. I didn't care about none of that stuff when I was in my 20s. Like, why what, what difference did it make mm -hmm. to me but now it's like no these are the things that matter my health and my wellness matters and like you said when you're in that space of like 
okay, y'all are getting old, but I need y'all to try to stick around. And so I need to be able to tell, yep. don't be, you can't be out here doing everything. And then y'all can't make the same mistakes that we did. So you ain't going to be eating all this other stuff. We're going to be eating mm -hmm. more vegetables, all that stuff. So when you're paying attention to those things, it makes total sense that you got to be like, now why I'm going to eat this instead of this? Like, what's the, yeah, you, you know, yeah, you start to care and, and branding matters right like when you see certain things and people what catches people's eye and what things sometimes you know you know we know advertisers a lot of times it's just like whatever gets repeated over and over again but sometimes I can look at something and be like and specifically for me in in that area because my background is in healthcare, I'd mm -hmm. be like no let me read the box let me see yeah. what else let me let me look up their bio let me not I'd be like before I go anywhere I have to like I have to find a doctor for something but the amount of research that I need to do because I'm very like strategic about who is going to be a part of my wellness care it's taking me like two months because I can't find it. And I just be like, yeah, I need I to mean, just go. Because <laughs> people but, don't think about it. it. It's it it sucks because health, especially with health and wellness. Mm -hmm. Beauty, you know, they're gonna always that that's kind of uh unwritten rule. They're gonna yeah. but with healthcare, they're just kind of like, I know you need us. So yep. why it's it's forever, right? Yeah, yeah you wanna but always it's just need like, something. yes, we need you, but it don't have to be boring. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't it doesn't it really it really doesn't um and I'm thankful for that the clients that I do have they kind of let me you know push the envelope they let me put a little orange you know yeah. they let me put some color, color. <laughs> right know? right and it's even just that even though it sounds little it's you would notice an orange situation yep. over gray silver yep. you know like so I'm I'm working with brands who definitely let me help them do that with the understanding that you need to focus on who is the person who's telling mm. people about you. Yeah. Not, you're, you can't brand to my parents anymore because my parents are not putting, they're not driving there no, no more. They're not, yeah. they're not doing the things to do that. I, I am doing it. Yeah. So. so you have to change your audience so that you know, um, how do I get that person here? And then it's longevity, especially in healthcare, because generally, if you do well with my parents, then you, that, yep. I, I trust you to, with me, and then I'm going to refer you down and out. Right? It's going to go yeah. in, in that in that order. So now that is that is dope, you know. So from uh, a previous healthcare, well, thank you for rebranding because it is dry and it's very bold very and medicinal. Okay, <laughs> and that's the reason why people don't be coming. They be like, "Ain't nothing fun happening here. Yep. We just saving lives. That's all we doing." That's that's all we're doing. <laughs> Casey Renee, thank you so much for joining us today. How can people connect with you? How can they find you? If they just want to get some inspiration, they want to hear you talk about your story, or if somebody wants to work with you, where can they find you? Um, so I am at I am Casey Renee on Instagram. And then you can also do at Snipes Design Agency. Um, and the website for that is www.snipesdesignagency.com. And yeah, that's about it. Once you're on Instagram and you click the link, all my other links to like my YouTubes and TikToks and everything else. But everything is at I am Casey Renee across the board. Yay. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for being honest and open and authentic. That's why I say, listen, I always say I, 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 I am grateful for what I get to do because the fact that I recognize that my gift is creating a safe space for people to be able to share. And so 
even though it always amazes me that people come and tell me their business, I'm I, I'm always just like, thank you so much because it's inspiration for uh, for all of us, the people that need to hear it. And I think it's also that running that that track record again when you say it out loud and you're able to, as we're having this conversation. There's some, you know, people don't recognize, but there's some boosting that happens happens in there. Because when we get off this, even like, dang, I am, I am, I am that girl. I am, I am her. She you is are. Me. I am she. <laughs> I am she, and she is me. Okay. Uh, so thank you again so much. I really do appreciate you. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. You're so welcome. All right, y'all. Until next time. See ya. All right, y'all, that's all for this week. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and review. Remember to head over to Facebook and Instagram and follow me at Slain Self Doubt. Oh, wait, don't forget, go to my YouTube channel and watch this episode. And remember to press the subscribe button. Until next week, see ya.